Welcome, I'm Heidi Kirk, and this is the Student Media Podcast. If you have listened before, welcome back. And if you are new here, I'll give you a quick overview of the podcast. As Director of Strategic Media, my goal is to create a safe space for discussion. I was inspired by my love for podcasts that was sparked when I spent many days inside during the beginning of the pandemic. I want to discuss current events, talk to my peers, and document this crazy time that we are living in. And with that, I'd love to hear from you. If you are listening and you have an idea for me, send me an email at hdkirk at uark.edu. And now I'd like to introduce my guest today. This is someone that I've worked closely with for several years now. He is someone that I respect as a journalist and I look up to in a lot of ways. Not only is he a coworker, but also a friend. And with that, I'd like to introduce you to UATV's station manager, Sean Romberg. Hi, Heidi. How's it going? <laughs> good. How are you? I'm good. Happy kinda, to be on. <laughs> it's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, we anchor all the time together in UATV studio, but it's a little bit different, right? Yeah, uh, very different. Uh, I'm not used to this side of things, right? The, the podcast microphone side of things. And do you liking it so far? Yeah, <laughs> I do like it a lot. I could, if you'll have me on again in the future. Well, let's see how this yeah, episode we'll how goes. This goes. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get too eager here. Yes. Um, anyway, so um, just to start out a little bit, I mean, you have quite the story. You didn't start out here at U of A, so I have to, or even as a journalism major. So if we could just kind of start out with a little background on you, tell me how you ended up here. I've transferred two different times. So I've attended three different colleges, which I would say is probably a little unique. I started at the University of Missouri. I'm from this tiny town called St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I went to the University of Missouri and I left after a semester. I didn't think it fit me and I knew I wanted to come to the U of A. So back in that tiny town, I attended the University of Missouri St. Louis and then I knew I was coming here. So after a year, my whole freshman year, I bounced around. I settled in here for my sophomore year. I honestly cannot imagine what that's like. So you kind of got like two different, I mean, it wasn't your freshman year, but it kind of was that same like transitional It was experience. a lot, yeah. And I made, I made a lot of friends with freshmen. So I kind of felt like a freshman, but I was a sophomore here. And I also, I mean, I got two different types of schools in there. So I went to Mizzou and that's very big school like here. And then I went to University of Missouri-St. Louis, which is a commuter school. So I didn't hang out on campus. I didn't have like friends on campus. You drive to your classes and you drive home. And that was that was pretty interesting. You know, honestly, we've talked about this several times, but I didn't know that it was specifically a commuter school. Yeah, I mean, they have very few dorms, just like one or two, I think. And it's pretty low attendance. Uh, no. What would be the word for that? Pretty uh, enrollment. Low, yeah, low. Low enrollment. enrollment, yes. And so uh, I lived at home, and I worked at Olive Garden, and I drove <laughs> to and from uh, classes. Wow. So I'm sure that was maybe a weird time in your life. It was. I don't know. Uh, my parents were cool about it, so that was nice. <laughs> uh, and I knew I was coming here, so I wasn't. I didn't feel stuck or anything, and I knew I was still going to get back to that college experience, and I wasn't afraid that I was going to get lost in like a commuter school, which is fine. If you go to a commuter school and that fits you, absolutely. I knew that wasn't what I wanted. I just didn't mm -hmm. feel at home at Mizzou. And right. I knew I was going to come here and I, I was a little nervous. I didn't know if this would be the same experience. But, you know, after a semester, I fell in love. This mm -hmm. is, you know, the greatest school 
I've attended and I've attended <laughs> three. So I like to think I have so authority honestly, on that. Yeah, you have a, a pretty good opinion. I'll, yeah. I'll hold that to a, a high honor there. Yeah. Um, so what was the biggest difference for you coming from like a commuter school like that to, you know, a big university like the U of A? Um, I don't know. The biggest difference, I can't really pinpoint a difference between the U of A and the commuter school because I had gone to Mizzou. So mm-hmm. I kind of knew what to expect from the big school. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference in Mizzou I found and the U of A. And that is that you just feel instantly at home here. And it felt like you had to try at the uh, at Mizzou. Now, I don't want to come off as if any of my zoo. I have a lot of friends that go to Mizzou. So if any of them <laughs> end up hearing this and they bash me for any Mizzou, hey, I love the campus and I think it's a beautiful school. And I think there are a lot of things that it has to offer for people. It just didn't for me. And I just felt at home here and I found the right people. And that might be all it is. I just might not have found the right people at mm-hmm. Mizzou. And I think it happens for a lot of students. And I don't think it's necessarily talked about. I think that in TV and movies and pop culture, people go to college and they have the time of their lives, right? And it's mm-hmm. never, maybe you aren't having the time of your life. Well, I didn't. And then I got here and I did. Right. Well, I, I had a kind of a similar experience to you had like in your first semester at Mizzou. I mean, whenever I got here, it was very overwhelming. I mean, you know, I graduated in a class of just under 40. So yes. it was, you know, a tiny little bubble to something so much bigger than that. And it, it was definitely hard. I mean, my first semester was not fun here, but, you know, ultimately as I've grown and, you know, found my place on campus, I think that this school really does offer something that's special. And, you know, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like I found my home at student media. And Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think the number one takeaway I think we both can agree is that college is not as easy as it seems to mm-hmm. a lot of people and that it's okay to struggle. Hopefully everybody finds their way. I know some may not, but mm-hmm. I think a lot do though. I, I think, think so too. It just I, takes a little. Mm, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, I think that, you know, right now, obviously times are so weird and chaotic with the pandemic, but mm-hmm. um, a lot of times on the podcast, we've talked a little bit about, you know, the transition that freshmen are making right now. And, you know, just since we're on the subject, I mean, it is so hard for freshmen to not get that initial experience on campus. I mean, because a lot of them are cooped up in their dorms or decided not to actually come to campus their first year because of Mm -hmm. the pandemic. So, gosh, my heart really goes out to them. Yes, I was uh, I was talking to uh, journalism professor Rick Stockdale about this. And he I mean, he said number one group he feels bad for are the freshmen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's rough. And hopefully, you know, they stick around and they have three years of great school and they just have this weird first mm-hmm. year. And, you know, other group, I got to I got to pity our our group, our seniors. <laughs> course, I think it, it kind of stinks that this is the way we might be going out. But yeah, number one, those freshmen. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, and to kind of put a pin in this conversation, I know that you and I have a, a track record of yeah, talking this, and talking this and talking. This show could go a lot of different ways. Yeah. Yes, but I want to hear a little bit more about you specifically. Mm. Obviously, we're friends, but mm-hmm. you know, just for anyone that's listening that doesn't know you well. Um, so you are UATV station manager. I you know, am. That's a yes. pretty big deal. Um, so if you just want to talk a little bit about UATV and your experience and what you do every day, of oh course, I gosh. know all about it, but, yeah. um, just for anyone that doesn't. Yeah. If, I don't know how long you have, but, uh, <laughs> we could, we could talk about this for a while. UATV is amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. it's our completely student run campus television station. Never in my life did I think that I would, you know, end up at a television station <laughs> on campus. Uh, I used to be a business major. I used to be a social studies major. Now I'm a broadcast major with communication. It's it's great. Um, every single day, you know, we're producing a newscast, completely student run. 
we have specialty shows. I don't know if you've talked about this on the podcast. You have a pop culture show called Razorback Reels. I have a sports show called The Sports Advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plug those for a second. Yes, gotta gotta <laughs> watch those shows Tuesdays and Thursdays night Thursday nights at eight. And then also we have a new show Crossfire airing Monday nights live at eight. Now we're really mm-hmm. excited about that. So what I'm trying to get to in that is that it's it's hectic. It's crazy. We do a lot. Uh, we spend a ton of time here. But I love it. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm very happy that my days are occupied by UATV. And what I specifically do, uh, I anchor the news. Heidi is my anchor partner on Wednesday nights. Tune in. <laughs> yes, Wednesday shout us out seven. as well. <laughs> uh, I anchor. I sports anchor. I... And then UATV is interesting because we are involved very closely with classes. Uh, our student media outlet is very in sync with the curriculum. So we have students producing the news as well as our senior staff who I manage uh, producing the news. We have reporters who are in classes. And let's see. It's it's a lot to cover. Yeah, oh I gosh. totally understand. It's very hard when somebody asks me, you know, explain UATV and what you do because it's it's a million different things all wrapped in one, and I'm go- I'm bound to forget a million of them. <laughs> I completely agree, and I have the same struggle every single time I'm asked, "What do you do?" Because a lot of people uh, have never been behind the scenes at a news station. Yeah. I mean, I have to mention, I mean, whenever we met, we came in for our anchor audition. Yeah. And the, yeah. that was one of the... Two years ago? Two years ago, two years yeah. Ago. So yeah. that was the first time that I had been in an area like that. I mean, I'd come in a few times before, but I mm-hmm. mean, that was the first time I really got to see the process was when I, you know, auditioned to anchor and then quickly got involved with our specialty show, Razorback Reels. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that, you know, that's that's an experience that a lot of people never get. And it's really unique. Oh, yeah. I mean... It's it's very interesting, and I think I was I was kind of weird. So I was a communication major. Uh, well, no, sorry, this is at the time where I thought I was going to be a social studies teacher <laughs> in high, uh, for high school Whoa. students. I walked outside. We have this beautiful new. I don't know if we're still calling it new. We have this beautiful studio uh, that sits right outside some dining locations on campus. And I was, I think I was eating outside and I was like, what the heck are they doing in there? I was like waving to people who were anchoring the news and running cameras and stuff. I was like, I mean, yeah, that would be something to, to get involved with. So I went online, uatvonline.net. Uh, <laughs> yes, sorry, look us this, up, look this, us up. This entire podcast is going to be us A plugging plug. <laughs> uh, all of our shows and our website. But I went online and I was just reading what it was about. And I saw this Razorback Reel specialty shows about pop culture and film. A little plug about me. I love film. And I saw that it said volunteers welcome. So, you know, I emailed Drew Smith, the station manager at the time, and he said, come on by. And the rest is history. We're coming up on (laughs) the two-year anniversary of that. I came to the Halloween show for Razorback Reels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Well, and you actually told me to get involved with Reels. You had been, I think, once or twice and said, dude, like, they're going to put you on air the first time you show up. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a total blast. That's the one thing. And I will. I'm going to track back to Mizzou. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those of you listening, if you don't know, Mizzou has an amazing, amazing, amazing Mm -hmm. journalism program. Their television station is watched by, uh, you know, the community. Mm-hmm. It's what those people go to for their news. It's a little bit different here at UATV. Uh, we aren't quite that intense, so I think that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are able to put people on air whenever, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like a volunteer once, and you can be on air. And that's how I – I mean, that's how you, me, uh, a ton of people decided – 
maybe being in front of the camera is something we were capable of because we volunteered once and then they were like, hey, why don't you just do something? And there's a lot of encouragement. And yeah, there are a lot of mistakes, but it doesn't really matter as it would at an intimidating big station. That's the, I think that's the beauty of UATV. Well, and when I talk about UATV, that is the number one thing I say. I say that we are completely student run and we get people involved. I mean, of course, we do get people involved. We do. (laughs) Um, But that's always, of course, what I like to say, just because I think that at a lot of bigger schools, it's a much harder process to get on air. And I think Mm -hmm. something that's amazing is that we have the capability and the space. Obviously, we have this lovely studio and we're sitting right across from the newsroom right now. And I mean, that's amazing that we have all that available for students. Yeah, it does. I mean, I mean, it piques your uh, creative curiosity too. I mean, I showed up once. They said, "Hey, next time you can be on air." And my <laughs> brain was just like all these things that I can yeah. maybe do that I never would have ever thought was mm-hmm. possible, just well, because people were so willing to put their faith and trust in me. Yeah, which <laughs> I don't know why, because when they I probably look back, shouldn't some, have. some of yeah. my beginning oh, clips, I won't I'm watch like, them. Oh yeah. no! I mean, it was bad, and I yeah. think that. Honestly, like we've come a long way from that. I think a lot of students do. I mean, even if you start out and I mean, a lot of us start out and we're not mm-hmm. very good, but you know, you, you work your way up. UATV is the ultimate learning experience. I think yes. it provides, <laughs> it has more value than most of the classes you'll probably take. Oh my so. gosh, I totally agree. Yeah. Well, and a little bit more just to pivot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, our jobs as student media leaders are something that a lot of people don't really understand because, you know, we are on campus, especially now during the the pandemic mm. when a lot of students aren't. I mean, we are still here every single day. We're putting out content. Yep. I mean, it is such a rush and it's it's different. I mean, because, you know, no matter what field you're in, of course, you try to get involved. There's uh, different clubs and areas on mm. campus where you can like meet people that are in your major and work on things. But I think that student media is really unique because for me, I mean, it is the main thing that I do. I mean, I'm constantly thinking about it. I'm here on campus a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I think that it's just a whole different aspect um, and side to like our major and involvement on campus. Um, So do you want to talk a little bit about that? I mean, what you specifically do when you're here every single day and maybe your favorite part of that process? Yeah, I love being a student media leader. Uh, It's not necessarily something I ever thought would happen. But my favorite part of it all is working with the people. You know, we're all there to accomplish the same thing. People are at different skill levels. They're at different experience levels. And that doesn't really matter. You know, everybody's really helpful. Everybody's really kind. I haven't met, you know, when you think TV, I'm sure everybody's brain goes to, you know, hard to work with people that, you know, have egos. And that is just not the case here. And that's probably my favorite thing. I love my staff. We're all amazing friends. One of my least favorite things I'm looking forward to is when I graduate is not getting to see them every day anymore because we are together every day still through a pandemic. Um, and that's that's pretty great and special. I know a lot of other student media outlets don't necessarily get that right now. And we do because of our technological uh, needs. But that's that's probably first and foremost. I love working with the other student media outlets. That's Uh, There are a lot of great things that can happen when you get creative minds together. And I think we have a really strong team of student media leaders this semester. It's a shame that we don't get to take advantage of this shared newsroom space right now and, you know, put all these minds together. But we're still constantly working through ways. Uh, that's, That's probably one of the main things. We're constantly working on new ideas. 
as far as producing the newscast, um, okay. obviously you get you you do so much. I mean, you produce your own show, The Sports Advantage. Um, you also typically produce a UATV newscast every week. You know, you have reported, you anchor. I mean, you do a little bit of everything, which I think is so amazing. I mean, I get to do the same thing, and I'm really lucky that I have all of those experiences. Um, so out of all of that, what's what's your favorite? Oh, that's tough. It is that's tough. Really tough. <laughs> I hate it when I'm asked that too. I truly love it all and for completely different reasons. Um, you mentioned I get to produce my sports show and I also sports anchor every other week. I love that because I love sports and I love talking about sports. And I think that is what I want to do going you know, forward. So that may be first and foremost my favorite thing. Uh, I love anchoring. There's nothing like the rush of live television. Uh, I don't report as much yet. We aren't in that class where we're actually reporting on newscasts, but reporting even the little bit I've done. And then producing, that's something that I never necessarily thought I would love. And I, it was, it's scary, you know, when they say, hey, it's two o'clock, you have five hours, produce a 30 minute newscast, <laughs> go. And then they just throw you into it. Luckily, I, I wasn't necessarily thrown into it. I started producing with uh, senior staff, and that's a lot of very talented people. So I had a lot of help. I will say, I do love producing. It's a lot of fun. It There's a rush to being in front of the camera on live TV. Mm-hmm. There's an equal but different rush to producing the newscast and then carrying it through for half an hour. And that's, I mean, that's the most fun part of it. Yes, right. You know, writing and building and cutting video and stuff. I don't know if anybody would say that's mm-hmm. the most fun part of right. producing a newscast. It's when you get to seven o'clock and it's when the cameras are rolling that it's really, you know, that rush that I'm talking about. And I'm, I don't know, I could see myself producing someday. And I feel like producing, it's an interesting word because if when you tell somebody you produce a newscast, I don't think that you really understand mm-hmm. what is going on. Um, there are different roles that go into it, but if you're, I don't know, if you're new to this, it's just, you know, writing stories, cutting video, building graphics for your newscast, and putting that all together in a show that has value and has meaning and, you know, your viewers will actually care about. And... I don't know. Have I answered your question now? Yes, and that's for sure a great way to describe it. I think that word like rush, I mean, it really genuinely is. And when Caden Adderley and I interviewed in here, he's our news director, of course, he talked about that too. I mean, it's just UATV, all of it is a rush. I mean, whether you're in front of the camera, whether you're behind it, whether you're in the control room, whether you're producing, you're right. I mean, Mm -hmm. whenever the clock is ticking down and seven o'clock is coming and we have to have that show ready or we're about to anchor that show. I mean, it is such a feeling that is almost like hard to replicate in anything. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think for a lot of people, it's really scary. It's something that they don't like. They don't ever want to experience (laughs) like that rush that but was like, us at one point exactly yes. i mean i hated it and yeah. and now i mean i like i'm excited about it like that's why i've kind of come to like producing is like i i love like watching the clock tick down mm-hmm. and putting all the pieces together to tell a story essentially yeah and that's why when you ask me what my favorite thing i do is i do them all on different days mm-hmm. so they're all my favorite because you know i finish one so say i produce a newscast tuesday night Well, then I wake up in the morning. I'm like, well, I get to anchor tonight. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. And then I go to bed and then I wake up and it's Thursday and I'm either going to produce another newscast, I'm going to produce my sports show or I'm going to sports anchor. And those three are so exciting to me Mm -hmm. as well. 
So they really are all my favorite because I get to do them at different times and it makes for an exciting week. No week is ever the same as the one before it. And I think that's that's unique to our degree. And I think that's unique to student media because I mean, I shouldn't generally talk for every major, but I'm sure there are majors out there where you know you do your homework and you you have some clubs you're involved in, but for the most part, you do your homework, you take your tests. And that's a lot of that's a lot of your college experience. And I would say this is probably one of the most unique college experiences you probably can have. I agree. And coming into it, I had no idea. I mean, Mm -hmm. for me, I was excited to do broadcast because I wanted to be on TV, quite honestly. I mean, I come from a background in theater. But yeah, that's why I wanted to do it, because I thought theater, broadcast, Mm -hmm. maybe it's like a good merger. No, it's totally different. It's (laughs) a completely different thing. And, you know, a lot of people don't even they don't even see that. But um, yeah, and now it's, it's for me, it's so much more than that. I mean, it really is like the storytelling and that feeling of, you know, putting all the pieces together to build a project a product that, you know, looks good. No, but so you misspoke and you said project, but I will say it's kind of like when you have a project in class and they say you have two weeks to do it, but you have five hours mm-hmm. to do it. And then it's crazy. And then it's graded. Literally. Well, for half the time it's graded. And so for mm-hmm. those class time, Mondays and Tuesdays, you're in a class and it's graded, but Wednesdays and Thursdays, we get to, you know, have our fun with it. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's like a, it's like having a project. Yes, it is a project, and it is so fun to see it through genuinely. And mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm going to take the producing route, but as we're talking about it, I mean, it really is just such an interesting thing. And mm-hmm. as someone that loves to, like, see things turn out well and just have it be perfect, like, I love that about it. Like, mm-hmm. I love fitting the pieces together. I think it's really unique. And like you said, I mean, a lot of people, you know, they have two weeks for a project. We have five hours, literally. Yep. And it's a it giant is... news puzzle built in five hours. <laughs> a giant news puzzle. I wonder <laughs> if anyone's ever, like, equated the two Surely I'm the before. first. We are going to transition a little bit to mm-hmm. my next point, which I think that we are both in the same boat in that we're graduating in May of 2021. So it's a really scary time to be thinking about entering the workforce. And ultimately, I was totally set on graduating, getting a job as an MMJ, multimedia journalist, reporter, whatever you want to call it. But now I'm considering grad school. And honestly, it was totally 100% brought on by the pandemic. I mean, I am not ready to enter the world. I'm not ready to get Mm -hmm. a job. I'm watching our friends that graduated. I've watched a lot of them struggle to find a job in Mm -hmm. this weird climate. And, you know, I know that you're in the same boat. I mean, I've heard I mean, you're looking at grad schools too right now. And yeah, I you have that, the inside scoop. Um, yes, I do. Everybody listening, Sean Romberg is considering grad schools yes, only just news. because the workforce is scary, like you said. Um, <laughs> you brought out that anchor voice for a second. Did just I? because <laughs> the workforce is scary. <laughs> so we're so close with those, you know, both above us in this sequence and under us in this sequence. So we have, I don't know if it's a privilege, of watching our friends graduate and then look for jobs. And... I, there's no secret. A lot of the workforce is struggling right now. That is the same for journalism. Journalism is not doing great in terms of hiring new people. Although, you know, some of, some of our recent graduates have actually gotten jobs mm-hmm. in recent months. So shout out Bryce Helms, uh, Ashley Grace Brothers, Ashley Grace Brothers. I'm, for, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting you. I really <laughs> quite do. Quite a few, quite a few. Yes. Um, so 
it's it's hard. Uh, we have to make a decision whether you want to really try to seek out a job, whether you want to you know take whatever job you can get and maybe be unhappy in that job. Which or we know people that have done that. I know, and you know, I'll talk. I'll talk candidly. There are jobs I don't want to take mm-hmm. at all uh, yep. in this field, especially. I mean, I there are just things that I wouldn't want to do, and so it's whether you would have to take that or whether you could, you know, find something you really want. And it's possible, but there's always grad school. You know, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> I saw I saw something on Twitter. I think there are a lot of people in the same boat as yes. you and I, mm-hmm. and you know, others we've talked to, because. I, I think it's for two reasons. One, as we've been talking about, the job market is bad. And two, we aren't having a conventional senior year of college. No. <laughs> and it, there's something appealing about going to school a little longer. And, you know, hopefully things we have some trace of a vaccine coming out and hopefully things are a little better by next fall. And maybe you would get, you know, more school and more time to enjoy school. Well, and I mean, I think that you really summed it up perfectly in that there is something really appealing about not Mm. leaving this environment. And I don't know about you, but I feel like I really thrive in the school environment. Of course, I love student media. I love being on campus. I Mm. love it all. And COVID has really put a hold on things. And of course, we are still producing content every single day. We're still here, but it's not the conventional senior year Mm-mm. that no, I, mean, I thought I'd have. <laughs> yeah, our newsroom used to be bustling, booming. You know, there were, yeah, there were people in and out all the time, noisy, loud, exciting. Uh, the halls of Kimple were always full. Uh, like I said, I think the biggest thing is noise. Uh, <laughs> it's quiet. It is. I it's mean, just very right now. Quiet. As for those of you who don't know, we record in Kimple Hall, second floor in the KXUA studio, and I'm sitting here facing a big panel of windows, and I've seen one person yeah, walk by. I was going to say one or two it's people. It's so weird. Um, yeah, parking spots are easier to come by. Mm-hmm. That's a plus. Yeah, that's true. But for the, mo- uh, for the most part, it's sad. Um, I think, luckily, it's been long enough. It's starting to become the new normal, and it, I don't think about it as much anymore, but... I do wish things were back, you know. Well, and I hate those words, the new normal. I've Mm -hmm. found myself saying them too because, I mean. You're saying I'm back in March and April. Yeah, I mean, and we're settling into it. We Mm -hmm. really are. I mean, I'm used to coming to the newsroom every day, putting on my mask and trying Mm -hmm. to distance myself from the other people that isn't in our immediate staff group, Mm -hmm. you know. So, because we kind of have an understanding that we're all taking it seriously. But, you know, we do still have a few volunteers that come in and that can be a little bit scary during these times but yeah i'm just i'm trying to get through it but also you know part of me is like i want to get out of here i'm ready to graduate and oh yeah move on to grad school and it's almost a a daily thing Mm -hmm. uh yep (laughs) our friend kaden adderley for the past two weeks has just been you know i think i'm gonna go to grad school i think i'm not gonna go to grad school i think i'm gonna go to grad school and i think that's common and i do it i do that internally Mm -hmm. unlike him i mean he tells it out loud but yeah. Every, I mean, almost every day I'm like, maybe I could, you know, find a job that I like and be mm-hmm. content in. And then also maybe I couldn't and I need to look at other options. Well, and it's funny you say that because I've been pretty set on like the grad school train over the summer. I had a realization and I was like, I'm going. I Have don't you announced COVID. your your big news on the pod? 
I was accepted into American University. So I hope, <laughs> thank you, Sean. Yay. Thank you. I hope that I get to go. But then again, like I was saying, I mean, on yesterday, I was thinking about maybe I should just get a job. I was like, no. I mean, I was like looking at some of our friends that are working and reporting. And I was like, I mean, that was my plan all along. COVID really put a hold on things, but I don't know. It's just like such a hard decision. And I think back to the conversation that I had you put a pin in in the beginning, <laughs> 30 minutes ago, um, I think even though the freshmen are really suffering, I think that the seniors right now, as in us, I mean, I yeah. think that we are really going through something weird. Mm -hmm. In the in the short term, it affects freshmen. In mm -hmm. the long term, I'd say seniors are a little more mm -hmm. concerned. Well, and, you know, I hate to say this, but last year I felt really bad for my friends that were graduating and the very end of their senior year was cut off. Yes. But I had little no idea. Little did we know. I know. And little I remember, did we know. I remember saying to my, my ex-roommate, Allie, she was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, but she said whenever she was getting ready to leave and graduate in mm -hmm. quotes she didn't have a graduation yet mm -hmm. um, I said my, man like my heart really goes out to you I'm so sorry I think that you guys are really in the worst position and now I'm like I don't know anymore I yeah. think that we are really missing out well you know what Heidi it takes me back to we have an extra week of spring break you know everybody, yeah everybody yeah. was leaving and it's like oh yay we get you know mm -hmm. we're gonna re be right back and mm -hmm. no well, it takes me back to that that horrible day where everything shut down, which of course it's one horrible of those days. Horrible to us. Horrible Great to for us. some people, but I think it was <laughs> yes. horrible. Yes. I mean, we produced the newscast the day that they shut school down, mm -hmm. and then we had that senior staff brunch where we were, you know, saying goodbye question mark. Mm -hmm. And you know, now some of those people that we said goodbye to that day, I haven't seen since. That was Who the last knows time. Yeah. if I'll see them again. Mm -hmm. I just, it's sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like it's so weird and such a such a weird time, and especially especially for the seniors. Um, but yeah, I think that it's interesting that a lot of my friends, of course, you as well, are considering different options because of this. Yeah. Um, of course, you know neither of us can say for sure. But what do you think about next semester? Do you think do you have a oh, prediction um, that you want to drop? Uh, minorly back to normal in like small ways you'll see i think you'll see more people this is what you're referring to right? yeah yeah like, okay i think you'll see more people uh a few more classes will be moved from online to back in person um that i mean but that could totally be wrong i think you know i always think in a sports mindset mm -hmm. we should have a normal basketball season with limited fans I don't know. It's so hard with the differing views on a vaccine. And that's, I mean, that re that's really what dictates everything. Because if we don't have one that's minorly available mm -hmm. until, you know, January or February, well, you can't plan a semester around that. So it would have to be much like it is mm -hmm. right now. Right. I think towards the end of that semester will be better. But the beginning could be very much like it is now. Yeah. I, I agree. That's probably my prediction. And I remember back in March when we shut down, I was saying, we're going to be back in the fall for sure. I mean, I'm probably going to still have a summer internship. Like, we're going to be fine. Yes, yes. That's a big thing. Summer mm -hmm. jobs and summer internships did not pan out for no, a lot of people. No, they did not. Including myself. Yes. yes. And Kate, actually, that's that was the entire topic of our episode with oh, yeah. talking about how a lot of us 
struggled with jobs internships over the summer and how our field is just changing which is a huge conversation to have yeah but yeah i mean that's just one way that we were affected of course Mm -hmm. but um yeah i mean i've been saying i thought that we were going to be back in the fall like normal and i remember you were the first one to say you were like you literally um i do remember that i i remember that conversation i remember one of my teachers was asked do you think we'll be back in the fall and Mm -hmm. he was like Duh. Yes. And I, I think I told all my friends, I was like, some kid asked our teacher if we wouldn't be back in the fall. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. And all of my friends were like, no, what? Yeah. Like, of course we will. <laughs> Why are people even panicking that bad? Well, you know, here we are. Yeah. Well, you said that to me and I was like, whoa. Like, I was like, no. that is insane. And here we are. I As just the had months no idea. Ticked by. Yeah. I mean, and I think we had that conversation. It was we went hammocking and it was in maybe May. Mm-hmm, and I mean, I was still sure then. And then, you know, the summer just flew mm-hmm. by. And like you said, it was a very different summer than I anticipated, but it it happened. And now here we are in masks and social distancing and yeah. classes off campus. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. But, you know, assuming that you do go to grad school, what do you want to study in grad school? And then what is post-grad school for you? Or, oh, you know, if you do I, enter the workforce. Making me think on a Friday. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I mentioned earlier, I love sports. Um, sports opportunities here at the U of A are a little limited, I will say. Um but I mean, you can make it work for sure. Mm-hmm. I have, and I know I have many friends who have, and it's not it's not bad. I would love to study sports journalism if I'm going to go to grad school. I think there's a lot to learn, and I think it can have a great impact on job opportunities and my future if I do so. Um, I don't know. In terms of what post-grad school could even Mm -hmm. look like i mean now you're really speculating and we could check in (laughs) a year from now and i just won't even i'm gonna fact check you Uh, (laughs) no i mean okay so here i'll i'll narrow it down a little bit um what's the dream oh the dream Mm -hmm. the dream (laughs) i don't know it's working it's telling emotional stories i think i really love i don't know i'm gonna like we said, we're plugging things today. <laughs> ESPN, usually on you know college game day on Saturday mornings, they'll throw in a little piece, uh, a three, four, five minute piece, and it's it's a heart wrenching or you know a really joyful or a great story that nobody would have ever heard about unless they they sought it out and they told it. And I would love to, you know, work on stuff like that. Of course, uh, I have dreams of, you know, having my own show, uh, you know, I don't, anything like that uh, would be amazing and would be an opportunity of a lifetime. Those opportunities are limited. And, you know, I, I'm a, I think I like to think of myself as a realist. So I usually don't let myself get too caught up in all these things you could do, but I didn't give you a straight answer and you know that. <laughs> That's okay. It's a it's a wide question. I mean, there's so many ways to answer. I definitely have my realistic and then I have yes, my exactly. dreams. Yes, exactly. There's realistic and then there's uh there's dreams and both of them pretty much have to do with sports. Uh You're a sports dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny. I I I was and then I wasn't and then I was again. It's it's weird how that worked, but um Recently, 
Very much so. Well, I will say the kind of long-form storytelling sports pieces that you're talking about, I really like that. I mean, of course, I'm not as much of a sports person, but I do like the stories that are kind of like buried within because that's when I start to like sports is when I know more about the players Mm -hmm. and things that they've been through. And I think that's so cool. And honestly, like I don't, I don't even know what that would look like. I mean, is it, is it more of like a, I don't really want to call the people that do those reporters. I mean, are they, are they reporters? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, so they, they go out and find them the stories themselves. Oh, I mean, I can't, I can't speak. I'm sure their mailbox is inundated with like, <laughs> right. Like cover look this. at this person in my small hometown mm-hmm. and that probably helps a lot. Yeah. They're just like mini documentaries though. Mm-hmm. And they're really powerful uh, in terms of documentaries though. ESPN 30 for 30s, if you aren't uh, aware of them, watch them. It's the same thing I'm talking about, but in documentary form, watch long-form sports pieces because they're really talented people who work in the industry, and there's a lot of really interesting stories that you don't really hear about when you just hear, this team lost to this team Mm -hmm. by 14, you know? Yeah, well, that's definitely what compels me more than sitting down to watch a football game, which we're doing tomorrow. Yes. So I guess I <laughs> bash that. No, Razorbacks I... are taking on Mississippi State. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. this will air after the game. It will on Monday. Ooh. All right, I'm going to give my prediction. Okay. All right, Mississippi State wins 34 to 14. 34 to 14. Okay, that is Sean's official prediction. And And if you're listening on Monday, I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Yeah, so as you guys know, I record before because I'm not about to wake up at 8 a.m. Actually, before that, it would air at 8 a.m. on Monday. So Mm -hmm. before we wrap up, um, I think that this is a a good time to plug one last thing. I know that... I don't want to wrap up. I know, it's fun, right? It is fun. I feel like we could talk for days. Uh, We could talk for days. (laughs) Before we wrap up, we have to plug our new show at UATV, Mm -hmm. of course. I mean, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. It is Crossfire, and Mm. it's a political show. And I'm honestly really excited about it. Obviously, we're coming up on an election, a loaded election. What a time to bring back uh, a political show to UATV. Yes, and honestly, I mean, we had our first episode last week. We went live, which was Mm -hmm. a big deal because I know when we've done this in the past, we've Mm pre-recorded. And it went so well. I mean, genuinely. And so, I mean, we have to plug that, but also I think we have to at least kind of talk a little bit about it just because I think it is a a really cool new thing for us. So if you just want to give me a little overview. Yeah, I'm going to give you a long overview. Nice. Crossfire existed long ago. Uh, UATV, I mentioned two specialty shows plus Crossfire that we have now. Used to have many, 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 you know, at least 10 or more. And we're down to three, but we've brought back Crossfire. So it didn't, it existed and then it didn't exist and now it's back. And what a time for it to mm-hmm, be back. Right. Because there's a lot to talk about. It is all things politics. Uh, it's an outlet to be opinionated at some mm-hmm. points. Uh, it's an outlet to tell political news. Um, and that's pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's a good overview of it. I mean, I think that we're really trying to make it about the election. I mean, obviously yes. when we brought it about There's a lot last to talk year, about there. I think that it was more centered around just kind of politics in general. I mean, of course, you know, there's a lot to talk about right now with the administration, but mm-hmm. 
you know, I mean, right now there's news coming out every single day. I mean, there's so much to say. Yeah. And we would like it to be an outlet for people from the young Republicans and the college Democrats and, you know, the associated student government to come on and be able to discuss their political views. And, you know, at UATV, we know whenever we're anchoring, we don't get to have a lot of opinions, but we mm. get to bring people on that do have opinions and are educated and knowledgeable and can talk about it. And right now, you know, I am a big believer that it's so important to stay informed. Sure. And so I would really like to be able to play a part in that. And so anyone that tunes into Crossfire, you know, hopefully they'll walk away with something that they didn't know. Mm. Um, but also, you know, then again, there's a lot of different outlets that you can follow this election. And, you know, now it's really coming up. So with that, um, we're also probably going to do some election coverage on November 3rd. Mm -hmm. uh, before we get into that, I just want to touch on one thing. Like you said, it is an outlet for uh, people from various political groups on campus. And that's what I mean, that's what specialty shows are made for is getting those, even those who are, aren't involved in UATV, involved with UATV and, you know, giving them the opportunity to broadcast. Sorry, I just wanted to cut in and say that. No, you're good. Really good point. I just want to talk a little bit about the election coverage we're going to be doing yeah. because that's totally an opportunity for people to be able to tune in. I mean, we go live on Facebook and Twitter, which is super accessible. And, you know, with this election, mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a lot to discuss now, but yes. also especially on November 3rd. I mean, who knows if we'll have results that night, but, you know, if we do, we'll be there to bring them to you. Yeah, now is an amazing time to tune into UATV uh, throughout the entire rest of the month. The night of, if you don't want to get your results from NBC News, from CNN, from Fox News, from MSNBC, from any other outlet that you watch, tune into UATV because we are going to be live. We're going to have results for you. And that's what we did with the primary elections oh, uh, back last semester. You know, we were live until midnight uh, and we would have mm -hmm. stuck with it, except Texas was not budging. And yes, we couldn't um, give you Texas results. For a little backstory, Sean promised all of our viewers Texas. I did. And then Texas, their results were not coming out. And yeah. so we were up until, yeah, like midnight. Yeah. And that's, um, these are such unique opportunities that. You know, I don't think many people get the chance to do mm -hmm. covering a general election yeah. at your television news station. I mean, if we would have gotten involved at any other time and wouldn't have been, you know, in this moment, we wouldn't get to do this. And I couldn't be more excited. You know, uh, it's going to be me, Heidi, the rest of our senior staff, and we're going to be working all night, presumably. I don't think I don't anticipate results being out uh, and the race being decided very quickly. Mm -hmm. We're going to be working to, you know, bring it to you guys who are listening because that's what we do as journalists and we're very excited mm -hmm. for it. I'm that is the number one thing I'm looking forward to this whole semester Me is too. our general I election mean, show. I love politics and I don't get to have an opinion unfortunately very often but I really do love to be able to cover that stuff. I yeah. think it's really interesting and you know that was the first time that I really got to report mm -hmm. honestly and it was really fun. And, and what an election to cover, you know. Yeah. COVID uh I mean, mid COVID. I, I also don't want to say Trump, but yeah. you know, Trump. I mean, it's a lot. It's, I mean, yeah. gosh, we just got results this morning that he and Melania tested positive for COVID nineteen. Yes, what a what a story. It's a shame, you know. We only broadcast Monday through Thursday, mm -hmm. and boy, you better believe this would have been a, a big show tonight if yep. we would have gotten to report on that. Uh, huge news. Uh, hope everybody's okay. Hope everybody's safe. Yeah, of course, uh, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm I completely agree. I think it's a really fun show to cover, and I think that I gain a lot from shows like that, where it is you know on the fly, breaking news. Mm-hmm. I mean, you produced that show last semester, mm-hmm. and it's just a totally different. Type yeah, I mean, of show. talk about testing yourself as an anchor, as a reporter, and mm-hmm. as a producer. I learned so much. I have always not liked the part of myself that is bad at making decisions. I'm very horrible at making decisions. But this job has forced me to be much, much better at that. And maybe I don't always carry it over to like private life and personal life, but I'm getting pretty good at making, you know, on the spot decisions. These shows, these crazy, hectic, you know, live shows are the best learning experience. I think I mentioned that before earlier. They're the best learning experiences you're going to get. And this general election show you know, yes, we want to bring you the results, but it's also for us to, you know, get better at this kind of thing. We're we're just practicing. Uh, That's the best thing about UATV. It's practice. It's not viewed by hundreds of thousands and millions of people on an election night. Hopefully it's viewed by more people than (laughs) that usually tune into our newscasts. Uh, But it's, it's practice and we're really excited uh, we talk about it almost at least every week, almost yeah. like every day. We're just like, well, can you, can, uh, we can't wait until the general election show. And, you know, we whenever we got back in August, I mean, we were already planning for it. Mm. You know, it's something that we will definitely be doing. We're planning to be here late. We're plan- planning to put out results. And, you know, I think that COVID puts a whole extra level on mm-hmm. this. I mean, yeah. we might have to get creative. Last semester, we you know, went to watch parties and reported and we went Mm. to the courthouse. Isn't that where Tristan went? Mm. Yeah. So Tristan went to the courthouse and, um, you know, now with COVID, who knows if we're going to be able to do that? I mean, it'll be a whole different thing. COVID is terrible. Yes. Uh, Moral of the story. It adds a layer to things that challenges you in this, you know, as college students and as people who hold these jobs. And I think, you know, it's made, I interviewed the provost uh, the other day last week, and he was talking about how more, how much more skill him and his administration has gotten from uh, dealing with COVID. And I think that goes for everybody that is mm-hmm. working a job right now and doing you know daily life. It's mm-hmm. making you more skilled. Well, and moral of the story, I think that it affects our daily lives all of the time mm-hmm. for everybody. I mean, no one is unaffected by this. And yeah. Everything that we do as journalists, I mean, I think that we are particularly affected. I think UATV is lucky in the sense that we get to come into work every single day. Yes, we are. And Mm -hmm. some of our other outlets haven't gotten to do that. And boy, I miss, you know, Hill Magazine in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. I miss The Traveler. And I'm really grateful that we get to be there for sure because... I definitely work better from the newsroom opposed to working from home. Mm -hmm. And I know that they're having to work from home. Of course, Kate Doobie, my roommate, who I interviewed a few weeks ago, she's struggling with that, you know, how to set aside a space and time in the apartment um, to (laughs) work from home, you know. So it's it's just a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sean, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I mean, I think this has been a a great conversation. Yeah, it's uh, it's really hard to put, you know, a bow on top of everything. I'd say uh, tune into UATV, follow us on social media at UATV News, keep in contact with us if you're interested. If you're having a tough time at college, stick with it. You're going to be okay. Heidi and I both were okay. If you want to get involved with something and you have no clue about broadcast at all come get involved you know no experience or skill is required it's we covered a lot we, <laughs> we covered it's, a million yeah. topics but yeah uh that's i mean that's i think that's all i have 
Yeah, uh, I think me too. I think yeah. this was a successful episode, and I think that hopefully we offered some insight to anyone who's listening. Yeah, and at the least, we hope to be your hour-long therapy session at 8 a.m. on Monday. Yes. I will say, you know, there's been a lot of hype around podcasts, and I've yeah. podcasts in general, and I've never gotten on a podcast, and I understand. Yeah, it's uh, fun. It's, it's fun to record. They're fun to listen and, to. I mean, whether or not you guys are going to listen to this and, you know, enjoy it or not. At the very least, it's nice to, you know, just have a conversation with somebody and talk about life. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of what this has been. And I mm-hmm. really appreciate it. Well, and you say therapy session. I definitely do well just talking things mm-hmm. out. And there's so much to digest right now yeah. as far as the pandemic, the election, graduating, grad school. I mean, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it does help to talk it out for sure so yeah yeah, i think it's a it's a really good space and i think we have to sign this off like we do a uatv newscast so unfortunately that's all the time we have today for the student media podcast yeah be sure to listen at 8 a.m uh on 88.3 kxua or on kxua's website i'm sean romberg and i'm heidi kirk thanks for joining us thanks guys